right, we coming in hot. We got some music now for our intro. Woo, until it gets bought out. <laughs> yeah, but it's all the same. Uh, welcome back to the second episode of season two of We're All Mixed Up. Thank you so much for listening. Um, let's see. I'm going to give some credit. Oh my goodness, this is such a long name. We found this on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> this uh, is part of the Chill Out Records. It's not copyrighted, so I don't want to get copyright just copyrighted stricken. I don't know what the word is. Um, it's called Days Like These. So, yeah, I think it's, I mean, it was a pretty chill beat. I mean, I think we're still going to be looking around for some beats that we should enter in with, but that was today's. Right, and like, let us know, Yeah, you know, what you like, what you don't. Yeah, because, like, I honestly want to comment on a beat, but honestly, we're not that, like, hype. Nah. Unless we, and usually we get hype once we get to, like, the middle of it. But, um. Which, I mean, it doesn't make sense to put the beat in the middle of a show, but then again, yeah. do we really make sense? Oh, we should just do vibes, you know? If I back it up, it's a fat enough. We should do Oh, my that. God. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's we too early do. for this. It's not. It's 4 p.m. That's early. That's early. Oh, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Like, it's going to be 5 o'clock by the time we finish this. Oh my God. All right. Welcome back to We're All Mixed Up. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. So today I, I took the reins on uh, what we doing today. Thank God. You know, Mickey had a wild weekend at oh, Mimble we'll Tech, you know. Um, so today, you know, I'm still Merm. I'm still Mickey, I guess. And we're still mixed up, so <laughs> here we are. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about, we're doing our intros, as we normally do. We're at, back at our regularly scheduled programming with scripts and Thank stuff like that. God. <laughs> oh. I really liked last week's, if we're being honest, but honestly. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. like. It, but it, I don't want to do it again. Really? I would love to do that again. I mean, just tell me that we're doing it oh, again, though. Oh, 100%. I'm not just going to be like, there's no script for this. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is my Scorpio. This is my Virgo. Just outcoming right at the beginning. Okay. Your Earth, I'm water and air. Oh, I'm just I'm, steam. I'm Earth and air. I'm just steam. I am. I'm water vapor. All right. <laughs> I don't know what that is for mine, but anyways. Water vapor? It's hot water. No, 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 for mine. Oh, Earth oh. and water. Or Earth and uh, air. Earth and air. So like just sand? Dust. <laughs> nah. Your dust particles? No, no, no. <laughs> Give me sand. No. I want to be Gara. No, you can't be sand. Gara, though. No. Yeah, fine, whatever. If you were earth and water, I would give you sand. That makes sense. Yeah, and then it's dust because... and <clears throat> Okay, who's to say there's not dust in sand and all of that? Oh, probably, but so, it's not as strong as sand. Whatever. Oh, whatever. Okay, so our uh, questions for this week are, obviously, we already said her names. Um, I chose what our favorite color to wear is because sometimes your favorite color to wear is not necessarily your favorite color. Oh, sometimes it don't line up at all. Absolutely not. Like, I love the color black, but I don't wear black all the time. Schmood. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll start with not. that. And I got our would you rather question on deck because... I'm interested to see what you're going to say about the would you rather. Oh, yes. But okay, what is we'll your favorite color to wear? Um, Well, I have kind of a couple. I um, really like wearing yellow, like bright yellow. I have yeah, this I yellow pineapple shirt. I definitely wore that to the first day of Mimble Tag last week. So that was great. Cute. Um, But then I also, I really love wearing black. Yeah. Like I just look good. Yeah. I just feel good, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the emo that like never died in me, you know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're Heck just yeah. pleasing the emo gods. Um, yeah. 
whichever one of them you believe in for for everybody who's listening i'd say 90 percent of your outfit is some sort of gray some sort of gray black yeah yeah combination so i got some blue and some red but it's very tiny trimming yeah honestly um my favorite color to wear is either and i'm not saying this because of pride for my school Mm -hmm. but i've already like i love oh i already knew it was maroon yeah maroon or um, a crimson and then my second favorite would definitely be navy blue and that's also not pride for my high school since my high school colors were navy blue and white i just really love those colors also in case you didn't know maroon and navy blue go together oh they do it's so weird you you're wearing them right now just so everybody Everybody knows oh. Merm's pants are almost on the navy blue spectrum. <laughs> spectrum. Uh, that implicit like subconscious is coming through right now because I didn't even think about that. You didn't mean to match, but nah. you did. And I wouldn't say that I'm mean, gonna like cover up as any sort of maroon. I'd say it's navy, but I say it's like, more towards like crimson. Orange. I'm also get, really getting into burnt orange. Yeah, I love burnt orange. I really muted tones are the way to go because honestly, you could pop summer, spring, Ooh. fall. You winter can, you can always pop a like any sort of color on anything that's muted yeah like i love muted outfits because then you just add a pop of color and then you add it and it's your outfit now i agree that's it's beautiful yep all right thank you for answering um well, we're gonna move on to our would you rather question which this week it is would you rather publish books or publish music with nothing to lose meaning like you can go completely anonymous with this um you can go any genre you want mm-hmm. um but you would have nothing to lose. It wouldn't, I would say in that same realm of nothing to lose, you don't have to pay money for it. Right. Cause capitalism. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> I would probably go publish books. I used right. to write all the time when I was little. Oh, me too. And like, granted, I think I can sing. I know I really can't. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> same Z's. Listen, Merm we're gonna fight don't it's first of all it's my turn to answer the question second of all are we gonna have our first fight on podcast (laughs) first physical fight oh my god maybe (laughs) uh if you keep up with the bs anyways (laughs) um no and i actually really like loved writing stories i have a really active imagination i have really active dreams i could write a book on my dreams like alone like all the um i don't know if you've ever done dream journaling but if I can dream journal, like some of the stuff that I write about, I was like, this could easily be a movie. Like I have a right. movie plot in my head right now, but I feel like it would be too messed up. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to bring it out to the world. Listen, there's already some messed up things in the world. So like, I think you'd, I think you'd like fit in quote unquote, like there, you know, I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> I can't wait to hear, but yeah, no, um, I'm not very musically inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as creative to like hear things and be like, wow, that sounds like a song. I can more yeah. like be like, I can vibe to like these sounds that I'm hearing around me. Yeah. But song format. Bleh. Yeah. So books it is. Mm-hmm. If I could type and write that long, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would definitely go more down the, um, music route for me i do have a background in music and i'm not saying that i can like play all the instruments or whatever i'm just saying that like that's what that is no it isn't (laughs) no um i sang you know i i I was raised as a child of god um so i sang every sunday at my church because my dad was a devout catholic so um I know how to hit those like really really high notes and stuff um and i did choir for mm. my entire like 
experience. You did the didgeridoo. Um, I wish I could play didgeridoo. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If I could make a beat out of a didgeridoo, oh, I would. I actually. That's what we're going to look up for next week. That'll be our beat. We're going to find one with a didgeridoo. Uh, (laughs) And um, I'm already starting to pursue um, like publishing books already. Yeah. Um, I have a couple manuscripts. I've already sent some of them in. They've all been rejected at this point, but it's like, I'm fine with it because like, I know that I still have to work on them. I still have a couple like motifs and stuff I want to put within them. Well, um, and it's like you know, if the pub if the publishing company doesn't want you, then you obviously don't want the publishing company either. You know what I mean? It usually <laughs> lines up like that. Yeah. Um, I would say that's not true in my case because um, the rejection letters I've already gotten were I would love to see this next year. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I don't know if I can spend sixty dollars on a like like entry yeah and to see if they'll do it but you know who knows (laughs) um we just gotta yeah gotta go for it it's definitely more attainable for me so that's why i would definitely go the music route because Mm -hmm. i want to like you know do that dream big thing or whatever right no i felt that (laughs) yeah so yeah um you write music up you write books maybe they can go together i wish Mm -hmm. um yeah we create an audiobook but it's not an audiobook at all it's just the soundtrack that you have to listen to while you read it oh heck yeah Ooh, that's beautiful we can can actually do that all right coming soon (laughs) (laughs) we'll let y'all know my poetry and background music (laughs) um okay so uh, because we're back at our regularly scheduled programming um it's time for our new schmooze um segment um i want to reiterate again for new schmooze i'm not saying that this isn't important because you know schmooze is usually like sort of thing it's just it rhymed and it was a cute little name for a segment um on a show so today we're going to be talking a little bit about the i'm going to butcher this and i'm so sorry to any tribal nation members um who are part of this um, first nations group but it is the wetsuwetan um I really hope I didn't butcher that. Um, but they are a tribe in Canada currently who are um, being arrested. They are protesting um, the pipeline. Um, I think it's from the coastal ga- gas link. Um, and so they are trying to um, halt the construction of said pe- pipeline since it goes through sacred lands um, and the lands that were given by... Um, Justin Trudeau and the um, country of Canada. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, are we really surprised that this is happening? I mean, we had what? Keystone XL um, protesting for so long at Standing Rock, that whole movement. Um, I would highly recommend everybody look this up. Also, looking up the Idol No More um, because they are oh. kind of just like, um, they are the head of this um, and they are um, leading the protests and stuff like that. You can even, if you're not super, like, a news person, an article person, uh, Wetsu Wetsin, uh Strong. Again, sorry if I butcher that because we mm-hmm. don't know. Um, Wetsu Wetsin Strong is a hashtag going on Twitter. Yep. Um, indigenous Twitter. Also, Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. Definitely just tweeted, tweeted about it mm-hmm. um, as well. So it's And you already know that all Autumn Peltier is... All is over on it. Oh yeah, <gasps> definitely. If you don't know who that is, uh, go to our earlier season, last season. Mm-hmm. Um, she is definitely one of our goats of the week. Oh yeah. Um, and we kind of tell you a little bit more about her. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that she's 
on the scene of this and yeah up front with it yeah um yeah and i would say also um i'm pretty like involved in indigenous twitter and um same like all of this so i kind of knew about it um but it's only recently gone mainstream um yeah i'd say all of the articles that i'm currently looking at they say it's finally going mainstream and this happened three days ago Mm -hmm. um these protests i would say have been happening for oh man i'd say at least a month right now um and they are right alongside the um missing and murdered indigenous women and girls movement as well yeah definitely and it's reaching it's wide reaching at this point yep um there's a tweet there's a tweet from at justine ramirez um like pointing out that there are being there are signs being made in asian languages including korean chinese burmese and vietnamese yep so it's not like it's something that's like very concentrated yeah it's widespread like we need to stop yeah other indigenous people are taking notice Mm -hmm. from different uh lands and yeah saying hey this is not cool yeah um i think i was i was scrolling through my instagram um and the indigenous people of new zealand um the maori people and the other like indigenous folks of the south pacific who live in auckland um have been protesting at the capital for well i think their protests have been going on for probably a week or two right now um but they are also standing with the wetsuwetan um tribal nation so and um, obviously these people are facing a lot of opposition so even you know coming to support or like supporting them on twitter and making it known that like these people are facing a lot of opposition and are probably have like a lot of violence being faced against them oh yeah this current moment yes um, definitely bringing to light that like indigenous people face violence every day yeah all sorts of stuff yeah um I don't know if you know about this, um, but there has been a lot of um, mass arrests that have been happening on their camp. Um, And I believe most of them, as of right now, are are elders that are getting um, arrested, which I'm like, why would you do that? (laughs) That's okay. Personally, I feel like the people that are arresting these elders are going to get a ton of backlash just karmically. um, But also like publicly yeah. as well yeah I, i've i've seen just a bunch of them saying like uh, we'll be back like right. after we're done in jail like we're gonna come right back because this pipeline you've already given us you are breaking once again another treaty mm-hmm. from us because for all of you who do not know um there have been around 300 treaties and this is just the united states um there have been 300 treaties signed by the u.s government um and zero of them have been held or all of them um, haven't have been, been broken, broken. Yeah. yeah every single one Oh, it's just, it's annoying to the point of we need to stop Make if you're not going to hold these treaties. Yeah. Like, I can honestly see indigenous people uprising. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, what happened at Standing Rock. Right. Like, and we've been pretty peaceful thus far. Like, Yeah. And it's honestly, from the other side, that's more violent. With right. With dogs and water and um pepper spray and everything else one even i was scrolling through just a minute ago and like i saw a bunch of missing and murdered indigenous women like um pieces so like uh for those who don't know like um it's a demonstration or movement that usually has uh red dresses uh hung up in the woods Mm -hmm. uh an example of missing and murdered indigenous women um who are not there to fill those dresses yep um and the police were like standing in front of them and like desecrated those 
demonstrations like threw them on the ground Mm -hmm. tipped over signs and like just being overall just like disrespectful yeah i i could go off about it oh yeah if you would like us to talk more about indigenous issues because both of us do identify as indigenous um i got a lot to say about what's happening with my people um and like the pacific islands um in general um so i can definitely dedicate an entire time to um that um i mean i have a little less um i know generally like um the basic history of my taino people um and i could literally go on about like genocide and stuff like that and how yeah. it mirrors in america today yeah um america as in mainland not as an island of puerto rico mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i could definitely go off yep all right so we are gonna move on and um i'm gonna have mickey take this next part uh we're gonna be talking about our goat of the week um we're gonna be super political this week about our goat and our woat and we're also going to keep it democratic um and definitely more liberal especially with the one of the people that we are going to be talking about today and i just really want to put a disclaimer on this too um we both acknowledge that the two-party system of the american politics is absolute bs Mm -hmm. um it's very much both sides are very corrupted mm-hmm. um there's good and bad within both um yeah. i don't know it doesn't necessarily mean that we're politically affiliated necessarily with yeah. one side or the other yeah um but we just chose to keep it democratic because that's all i've been hearing about at the moment yeah um because yeah the republicans have been really quiet which is real weird well i think they're trying to keep donald trump as kind of their front runner right so. well and there's yeah there's that too yeah um so also just a quick thing um and this is for you I'm calling you in but also calling you out at mm-hmm. the same time because we're fine. on air Hello. um <laughs> but i would say um try to keep it when we're talking just strictly about the united states just use that because oh, right yeah canada and mexico and all of south america are still technically america oh yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah. my b we're good Language. all right moving on <laughs> all right um so our go to the week is bernie sanders um, you saw him in the 2016 election, and Whoa. you are again seeing him in the 2020 election. Whoa. This old man does not stop. <laughs> Honestly, never stops. He <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. He has so many memes about him. Um, I really appreciate that. Just yeah. like as a as a millennial, as a are we millennial Gen Z? Um, We've had this conversation. We're a cusp. We're a cusp. Okay, as a cusp generation, <laughs> cusp are real. You have to believe not because you're a cusp generation. <laughs> hey yo. Um, <laughs> No, we still he's do the just, TikTok, but also we know those '90s shows. Like barely, I barely do the TikTok, but that's fine. Um, you do it more than me. Don't look you at me like that. For me. Don't, Don't even come oh, at listen, me like this, I bro. For you once it's fine. Anyways, Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, he just got a really tough break last uh, last election um, with the whole Hillary Clinton thing. Um, I don't really know what to say about last election fucking rape you know um but this election he's kind of a front runner for everybody i think his closest competition right now is elizabeth warren and pete booted judge no i'd say uh, like and i've been following like the dems quite a bit more um but joe biden's kind of creeping. is he really yeah he's kind of okay because last i saw it it was pete Judge. judge i really don't know these people's last names um no but he's uh interesting like interestingly enough like a weird white man um he stands for like a 
equity instead of equality, like giving people what they actually need yep. instead of giving people the same amount of things, which might not help yeah. um, a certain community or two. Um, he's been on the front lines. Like he's faced, you know, riots. How old was he when he started? He's like, he was like young, like college age. Like he was on the front lines of stuff. Yeah. Um, he's refused to like be voiceless. Um, even when people try to shut him down and say, yeah. you're still like a old white man. Um, he constantly tries to break the mold. Um, yeah. And like really wants to like connect with young voters. Yeah. Unlike Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're kind of biased in this because one of our close like comrades that is yeah, currently comrades. at our. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I, w- I wasn't going to say they're not my friend. Like, I don't know them that well, so I wouldn't put that label. Wait, wait, can you can you mouth who it is to me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. I would say they're my friend. Yeah, they're your friend. They're a comrade of mine. That's I would fine. Say. Yeah. Um, they had a huge meme go around um, at the beginning of the summer, I want to say. Oh, my God. Yes. When they were... Um, they were bird dogging. Bird dogging. That's what yeah. it's called. They were bird dogging candidates and yeah. bird dogged Biden and it went viral yeah. it went everywhere it was, and I was literally like, everywhere oh my god yeah. you go like yeah it was it was yeah it was a great meme um joe biden was all up in this person's face and i was like oh my god like um, are we really shocked um but at the same time we kind of had that like obama biden you know love bro love yeah, we got that <laughs> bromance going on but bro. honestly it doesn't translate when you have a white man <laughs> right when when it's like, just a white man yeah yeah no i felt well and like bernie back to bernie our goat of the week who we're actually supposed to be talking about yeah. <laughs> um he's one of the more radical ones um i would say I, he's probably the most yeah. out of the candidates okay then we will the, the most radical um which is kind of what we need honestly yeah um to break out of old habits to stop paying rich billionaires like money back in their pockets with taxes yeah to get free college to make it less elitist and more accessible mm-hmm. um health for all so i don't have to worry about whether or not i'm gonna get my birth control or needed surgery like yeah it's really all of his policies are good and even though it quote-unquote sounds far-fetched for us like it could truly happen yeah if um if the right things occur speaking of which can i go off a little bit of topic Um, so I was looking at, um, certain like political people, like their posts of, uh, forecasts for this upcoming election. And of course it could be like the houses switch completely. So like democratic to Republican, Republican to Democrat, or it can become all Republican or it can become all Democrat. Um, and two of the scenarios have only happened once in our entire um united states history yeah and the other two times were very minuscule as well i don't know it's a very intense upcoming election yeah that being said get registered to vote so we can actually Mm -hmm. you know get stuff accomplished yeah um i know for the city of lacrosse and wisconsin in general we do have our first primary elections for state um I believe they're state justices. Same with Illinois. And, yeah, okay. And our Illinois li- listeners on Hello. February 18th, 2020. Um, that is going to be our first election of the, like, calendar year. I mean, I don't know if it's specifically February 18th, but it's definitely coming up for Illinois. Um, yeah. There's a lot of different good resources for those of you on campus who are listening. Um, Next Gen 
is uh, a really good group that helps people get registered. They're leaning towards progressive, but all overall they're uh, nonpartisan. So like they'll get anybody registered to vote as long as you go to them. Yeah. So they're great. Yeah. And for all of you who are listening who live on campus, the polls for you are on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at our student union. So it is a lot more accessible than for some of us who live off campus. Um, yeah. So um, and for those who live in La Crosse, um, the buses will be going for free all day Tuesday so that you can get to and from um, your polling places. Oh. Um, just some good information for y'all. I'm really glad that we're not one of those places that like tries to block voters <laughs> you know yeah i would say i feel like we're too small for that mm-hmm. um because i know i f- one of my i'll say comrades again because i haven't talked to them in a while but i would also consider them a friend who lives in milwaukee mm-hmm. um they shared a tweet that said um that had um a latinx voter who was like i just translated all of this for my um grandma but the date on the letter oh, for yeah. voting was two days later than it actually was yeah so it said february 20th instead of february 18th hmm. so that's a bunch of bull crap honestly um but yeah it is it it might seem like it's not important but primary elections are just as important so that you can get the right people in and see the um, see the results that you want to see and see the candidates that you actually want to vote for. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the next one's in April, right? Yes. 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 Our next election will also be in April. Um, and when that comes around, don't you worry about a thing. We'll be all over that. Hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on to our next one. We're going to like quit politics for a hot second, even though it still might come up um, in our next um, segment. This what is do you mean might come up? It's coming up. Right. I did not <laughs> say politics is one of the things. All oh, right. no, no. Not this one. The next one. It's coming up later in the show. You're well, f- no, that's what I'm saying. We're taking a break from it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this one is a new segment. We haven't done this one yet. It's called Personal Dictionary. Um, on the sheet of paper that I have our script, um, I uh-huh. have given one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different words. Um, and we're going to have to, we're going to kind of bounce off back and forth with what that means, what that word means. We're going to start off real light and then we're going to get right into the the hard stuff. I mean, you're right. Can, do you want to start? Because I kind of want to do the second one first well we're gonna bounce off so we're each gonna give a definition right but like can i go first for the second word yeah okay yeah yeah so (laughs) we'll have eight words i'd say the first three words are pretty light and then we're gonna really get into it and really get into a a discussion about it i think right um so this is personal dictionary i hope y'all like it um the first word is current um (laughs) when i think of the word current i think of um ocean currents i was gonna say the ocean (laughs) but i also chose words uh for our first three one um our first three words that have multiple meanings isn't current also a fruit if you spell it differently no c-u-r-r-a-n-t no what is it? Is that a vegetable? It's a food. I swear. All right. So what is your, <laughs> do you have any other definitions for the word current? Um, definitely thing that's things that apply uh, today. Oh, it is. Ha! I told you. <laughs> it is a, it is, oh man. Um, it's in the Northern Hemisphere. It is. A small dried fruit made from a seedless variety of grape originally grown in the Eastern Mediterranean region. Now widely produced in California, used yeah. in cooking. 
yeah they're cute i told you <laughs> there's black currant there's red currant i think it's current current i don't know white current yeah it's from the ribes um family if you know what that is i don't like strawberries R- ribes r-i-b-e-s that's like the family name strawberries isn't that how strawberry no never mind okay um, next <laughs> <laughs> we're having difficulties today y'all um happens are we doing the next word yes, we're okay doing the next squash word. the thing that like a lot of people try to make food out of to like eat on like quote-unquote diets squash oh. a pumpkin a pumpkin is technically a fruit but also a squash yes yes i love squash butternut squash mm. butternut squash like as spaghetti noodles i've never had it before Those i really are want to actually really good That's there's good. like acorn squash and stuff too i don't yeah. know my grandmother and my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> were into squashes for a while yeah <laughs> also um, uh, to squash something puny oh yeah to just step and then the last one that i was thinking of was um <laughs> the white person game you know squash where they like what? they kind of have paddles and then they hit it against the wall and then it has to bounce once and then you have to hit it again for all my listeners who are white you probably know what i'm talking about do you know what i I'm talking about? don't know what you're talking okay. about okay we're gonna pull up a video oh my god um, <laughs> oh here let me let me pull it up on my phone so all of you can experience the the sounds of oh my god squash. of squash because it gets very intense like people have like lost teeth Oh, because it's in an enclosed space. No wonder you put this one on here. I was like, Merm, what other definition of squash is there other than two squish and then <laughs> two squish, two squish past I like it when I two squish. <laughs> and the and the food, like, All right? We're gonna I've turn, never turn this up a little bit. I'm gonna you all do not have to hear this ad because I don't want you all to have to hear this ad. State Farm, that sponsor us, please. Sponsor us. <laughs> oh God, 2016, <laughs> London, <laughs> Ontario. <laughs> Danielle Letterman versus Misaki Kobayashi. Oh, it's is it like? Oh my God. Oh y'all can't hear what's happening. But do you see what it is? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, that's called squash. This is squash, y'all. It's with tennis rackets. Yeah, well they're actually squash rackets because like the ball is a lot heavier oh yeah but like listen i'm not oh, trying to play this oh, game though oh <laughs> yeah a lot of people get injured from it um sorry that was a lot of background noise y'all yeah um interesting okay yeah I that's, what that that's what squash is listen i know what pickleball is i don't know what the heck squash is yeah do you know what pickleball is i think i played it in high school but i don't remember now okay anyways moving on our next word is season so obviously the first thing i think of first thing i think of are the four seasons even though wisconsin really doesn't have four seasons we have two and then like the remnants of the other two because we just have boiling hot summer or so cold that i'm freezing standing here winter yeah uh that's actually not the first season i thought of mm-hmm. i've been watching a lot of tv so like tv season oh maybe do you know the other one um to season like food oh yeah season food i was gonna say you, you were rubbing your hands together salpe. Like. Salpe. <laughs> whatever oh my gosh it's fine i'm too much of a meme I was lord think- i was thinking of like season as in fashion season mm, well that's because like thing. those are no no that's it can be different 
but it's the same concept yeah anyways okay so our fourth one i want some food (laughs) you said food (laughs) anyways it's fine you missed some good monk food this morning i'll tell you that monk food someone brought some food in for uh, oh and omss no campus climate oh and campus climate so good sad i was gonna say i had the remnants we our um mung group on campus actually brought or had their biannual conference on saturday mm-hmm. did you go Merm? no okay well they said it went really well but they had some leftovers so it was sitting in our office of multicultural student services mm-hmm. anyways okay next word queerness queerness um when i think of that i think of something that I think of the word as in something that, like, not straight people should say or, like, allies okay. should say. Yeah. Um, I think of, like, queer culture mm-hmm. uh, almost. Um, so, like, the essence of being a person who identifies as queer or belongs to the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just exists. Yeah. Happily with their sexual identity or gender identity or both. Mm-hmm um queerness for me um is a little different than yours um i think throughout this segment you all you all will be able to see how the two of us think differently Mm -hmm. um since we're two very different people yes um though we do we we do this every week we (laughs) come as a package (laughs) come as a package but we think very differently so um when i think of queerness i think of honestly like what makes it different from other parts yeah like queerness to me is what stands out mm-hmm. queerness to me is <laughs> the culture of of all of us bisexuals who like um cuff our jeans and cuff everything and then the straight people are trying to take it right now listen um, can i just real quick i over like merm said like i went to a gay midwest convention or conference um and i got a shirt that yeah. says protect trans kids yeah um and when i wore it the first day it automatically like cuffed itself like the shirt sleeves <laughs> i looked down and they were just both cuffed and i was like this is queer culture that's queerness right there <laughs> pretty much yeah um i would also say queerness to me and like queerness is not one person but when queerness comes up i always think of someone there's always a person in my head they change all the time right um because there's we have a lot of queer people like that are in our lives yeah but it's not any one of those people it's just like the essence of a person so like right now when i think of a queer person (laughs) i think of a very stereotypical queer person um so that person has different colored hair um they're a little bit they're a little smaller they're like shorter um they wear like Wait, very what color hair right now what color is it right now i would say is it red no is it's it pink. green it's pink okay yeah yeah i'd say it's pink but it also like it, it like this this image in my head changes all the time right um i'm just asking for right now yeah um they wear very very girly clothes but their gender in my head doesn't exist haha but they have very like societally girly clothes so the hair and the um outfit match they're the yes. exact same color pink interesting um i definitely see like blonde undertones with it as well mm-hmm. um but there's no race attached to it or anything like that right. um but right now when i think of queerness i think of the outward appearance of a lot of queer people i know yeah and a lot of queer people who i have found on tiktok mm-hmm. oh, tiktok 
<laughs> I love TikTok so much. Um, so yeah, that's what I think of when I think of queerness. Nice. Yeah. Also, like to tack on when you were starting, I was like, well, I also think of like riots and the whole yeah. like um, fighting to exist in yeah. a, in a pe- peacefully. Yeah. Um, Even though yeah. everyone else is going to be violent toward us. Ooh. All right. Let's get into our next one. Um, this is a for me because I do like language uh, i work a lot with english um and stuff like that and so i'm gonna be a teacher and so like one question that i've gotten in multiple classes is what is culture Mm -hmm. and for me culture is a lot yeah (laughs) it's it's such a heavy and loaded question and professors expect me to write it down for them in like (laughs) two paragraphs oh my god um well first of all what culture do you want exactly right like as we just said like queerness is a culture it's yeah. a queer culture mm-hmm. but like when people think of culture initially they think of like the different cultures from from themselves so they think of african culture they think of i think they indigenous pin culture it to race they always pin it to race because you know? that's that's one way that they can like put us um like into little like boxes and stuff like that right um oh man i was gonna go somewhere with that Oh, I initially did have race on, um, on, on, our, on here. Yeah. Yeah. But then I decided to take it out because, and in speaking to a lot of people in the indigenous community, especially, um, like race obviously is a social construct, but there it is, <laughs> but like, in speaking to so many indigenous people, they don't want to be known as Native American. They want to be known as their nation. Yes. So, like, when you when I talk to some folks, they're like, I, I want to be known as Ho-Chunk. I want to be known yes. as Ojibwe. I want to be known as Diné. I want to be known as these. I don't want to just be knows, known as American Indian or Native American or any number one of these. Right. Um. Like, and so, when I... How am I tying this to everything? Well, and, like... Okay, I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna tie it for you. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Give me the shoestrings. I'm gonna tie it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, in that being said, each of their cultures is significantly different and distinct. Yeah. Um, and so culture being attributing to a couple things. Um, like right off the top of my head, it would be uh, mannerisms, um, religion, ceremony, whatever that means to you. Yeah. Um, language, um, wear. So like fashion. Mm-hmm um how you tell time how you do the seasons like all aspects of your life that basically tell you how to navigate the world yeah Yeah. um and so that being said people with different cultures navigate the world differently and interact Mm -hmm. differently yeah um no two tribes are so so similar you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna find the same and like a Hopi person versus like a Cherokee person. Yeah. It's you're just not. Yeah. And to lump them all together um in certain situations is doing it a disjustice. Mm-hmm. Um disres- almost disrespect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I got your shoelaces. I tied them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um going back to the point of like you can't just pin it. It's just like it's everything. It's the iceberg mm-hmm. uh, that we always talk about. Like everything you see on the surface um, is like 10% of what that is. But right. Then once you have to dig deeper, you have to know the why. You have to know the literal meanings of things for you to fully understand it. Like 
for my entire life, <laughs> I knew the word balangi, which is a Samoan word for white person. It's also the same word in Tongan, I believe. Um, and I believe the Tongan direct translation, ba is um, to explode. And then langi is the sun. What? <laughs> so the direct translation of Balangi, which is white person, is to explode the sun. Interesting. And I think they're called the Oceanian poet. Highly recommend following them on Instagram. Their poetry is like marvelous. Um, but the way that they described it is like they destroyed everything that we once knew. And that's the term that we're going to give it to them. Right. Well, and like if you if you explore that deeper, the sun gave you yeah, everything. Um, pretty, yeah, pretty Except much everything. Except for, you know, water stuff. But like sun is what kept us warm. The sun is what provided us food, food and our animals and like everything that we are. The color of our skin came from the sun. Right. Um, because we didn't live in the north. We lived right on the equator. Like, Well, and I don't know much about... Um, their specific culture but like it could even be like ceremonial ties and like religious ties mm -hmm. to the sun um because i know some cultures do that as well yeah uh, so so that that makes sense though like yeah. culture is everything it means everything it contextualizes everything yeah uh in latinx culture like it's really hard because i can't really describe when i hear something like in my own language not taino but spanish like if i hear something in that specific language i feel so much better yeah like if somebody told me like it was going to be okay in spanish like i would just have such a deeper sense of being okay yeah and things working out rather mm -hmm. than just somebody telling me that in english it's very very much a thing that you can't describe mm -hmm. yeah yeah. That's what I would say is culture. Great. Woo. Let's move on to the next one. What's the next one? Indigenous. All right. Um, I would say, like, that kind of means to me, like, the originals. Yep. Um, From whatever continent you are speaking of, whether it be Africa, whether it be Pacific or Car Caribbean islands or the Americas, both North and South. Um and other continents, you know, mm -hmm. they all had like original people. Yeah. Um, different ways of life. Um, some people would say, quote unquote, a simpler way of life. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also doing it an injustice. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I firmly believe that they have a deeper understanding of themselves, their community, the universe, the world, um, more than any scientist any physicist any whatever has learned from schooling and academia mm -hmm. i yeah indigenous is definitely within a person yeah who identifies as such yeah um yeah even if they don't know that part of them to the fullest it still influences them yeah. i would say i would agree go ahead dear Ooh. I knew this was going to be a loaded question, um, and that's what I wanted it to be. Um, <laughs> but, and this is going to come from me, and this is me alone. Um, and this also comes from an experience that you have not had yet, Mickey. That's Talking fine. directly to you. We're going <laughs> to fix that spring break. It's fine. Or. Yeah. No, it, you could not fix it spring break. 
fix it later? Yes, later. Later. Yeah. Um, in, 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 indigeneity or just to be indigenous for me is connecting with the earth that you know you belong on and that you know that will always accept you and mm-hmm. will provide for you at, at all times. And um, yeah, because when I went to Samoa, for the first time, like I cried. <laughs> there were so many tears when I went. Shocker. Uh, right? I'm such an <laughs> emotional person. Hello, I'm a Cancer Moon. Hello. Um, <laughs> um, and I I felt warmth. And it was not because it was just hot outside. Because it was hot outside. And I understand that. <laughs> but like a different kind of warmth. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it just felt like, it immediately felt like home. It immediately felt like I belonged here. It immediately felt like everything that i need to know is somewhere on the island or on my islands yeah like all i have to do is take a ferry find some hot men on that ferry no. <laughs> some hot sailors over there um don't you don't y'all be going over there and taking my man um <laughs> um but it's just a, it's it's a different sense of security mm-hmm. it's a it's a sense of this is where i come from this is my past this is my present and this is going to be my future um whether or not it's going to be under the water in 50 years up to fortune 500 people Mm. and how much they're going to be dumping oil into my ocean and that also is it also lends to that coming from an island whether and that's how it's different from mainland folks um or coastal folks as well um when I went into the Pacific Ocean for the first time, that's how it felt as well. Because I had never been in the Pacific Ocean either. Um, and so when I got to dip my feet in for the first time, like, I could feel the ocean. I could feel the currents that were under the ocean. I could feel the life that comes from the ocean. I could see a layer of oil on the top no. of my ocean, and that was disgusting. <sighs> but doesn't change the fact that... Um, that your water's still there that my water is there that my island is there that my family's home is there that my people's land is still there and that my people haven't been colonized yet i'm saying yet because it's gonna happen soon um if you follow anything (laughs) pertaining to the pacific media um the chinese are like coming in and i've also talked about this in previous episodes um if you want to look back and listen to those um we should have a feel-good episode where we just talk about that, okay? Okay. <laughs> Not like the Chinese coming in, but like everything no. else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also update from last week because um, this happened in the last week. Yeah. Um, I am going back yep. um, for the first time in two years. They um, almost said no. Can y'all believe that? I don't know how to accept money. I have a lot of trauma with money when I was a kid, so. I mean, yeah, but like also. I don't know how to say yes to things. <sighs> um, yeah, we'll have to unpack that later. Um, but in indigenous is so much more than just the identity. Oh, yeah. Indigenous is connections with the Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Connections with any sort of... For me, it's Tangaloa. And that is the person... That is like the one God. Mm-hmm. The like highest of them. Um, that's connecting with my ancestors. That's connecting with all the chiefs that come before me. The tattoos or my tattoos. Um that is me trying to and indigenous to me also means to make things better for those who are younger than me 
right um, which is why i want to go into curriculum and why i want to create a curriculum for my kids because i want them to understand themselves and to find different motifs and different modalities that they can use to find themselves mm-hmm. and find themselves in their indigeneity um even though they don't use that term in Samoa and we don't have a term for it um i mean i would roughly say Samoa, but that's the Samoan way and a lot of people attribute the Samoa to different things but that's the closest thing that we have to indigeneity um because that's just who we are well and like i think it's interesting because the term indigenous only came i believe after colonizers came well yeah because because there had to be a distinction yeah there had to be before it was just the people yeah because it was my people whatever for for you it's uh mi gente yeah and Uh, that's that's even colonizer word though that's a thing exactly spanish and the spanish were white colonizers Mm -hmm. um my people were taino yeah uh one of the original and i think i'm gonna screw up this like pronunciation but mm-hmm. it used to be daca taino like i'm fine i'm good i'm taino mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and it's anishinaabe human mm-hmm. that's what it was for the ojibwe yes in at least northern wisconsin northern mm-hmm. minnesota that's what mm-hmm. they say is anishinaabe and into canada like indigeneity is the human before the colonizer yeah and for those of us <clears throat> who also have colonizer blood in us that is, hey, a, is, is a constant battle battle it's a uh. constant reflection on who we are and like what we came from what we came from and like how would that affects us because for me personally like i have colonizers on both sides like my dad is very white um and there's colonizers on his side but then we look at my mom, who's the person of color um, of the relationship, and her past, she was not full Samoan when she met my dad. Mm-hmm. She was, if anything, three quarters um, or half herself. You don't necessarily have to quantify yourself just exactly. to qualify, just, just putting exactly. it out there. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and that was because colonizers came into my family because I had a very powerful family and the colonizers wanted to have power on our island. So they came to my family and they came to like be in the family and to take over and to take the land and take um, everything that we loved and that we owned and our spirituality and everything else like that. So um, indigeneity is different for everybody right because that's what that means to me and i still have to find mine huh? <laughs> hello <laughs> once you go to the land of the taino it'll well I think it'll even, make sense even in ecuador to mm-hmm. find my grandmother hey y'all uh just update i know in season one i said i was uh part of el salvador but as of recent like within the past six months um i found out that i have living relatives in ecuador not el salvador because my sperm donor is dumb um <laughs> and doesn't recognize that those are two different countries etc so yeah once i visit those two countries maybe i'll understand a little bit better yeah i think yeah because that brings the indigeneity into it in my opinion obviously Mm -hmm. and this comes from someone who has not lived on land that was formerly or formerly in speaking for um natives who are indigenous peoples of turtle island north america who haven't like who've lived on their land but it's not their land right like there's giant cities on there right like for everyone who lives in socal like that's just cities same with same with puerto rico like yeah it's currently colonized it's been colonized since god since columbus (laughs) yeah um 
yeah so i gotta navigate that as well yeah oh heavy heavy stuff (laughs) but good stuff yeah um the next word that we have which i think i'm gonna skip it honestly and we'll just go to the last one yeah that's fine because yeah um the last one that we have is a pair um it is the concept of dark and light and for me um i was kind of hoping you were going to say this one but it doesn't matter Um, (laughs) um, being an educator um you know i come in contact with kids a lot and um i have a set of earrings because i only have earrings (laughs) (laughs) that i show off to all my kids. i just ordered a a pair of beaded earrings (gasps) my first pair oh my god i'm excited anyways keep going i love (laughs) support your local native um artists and beaters hello oh yes beadwork is some of the best i've ever seen um but the concept of dark and light for me is rooted in racism um because i have a set of earrings that i decided to break apart and by break apart i mean i didn't actually like break them apart i like split the pair (laughs) and made my own pair um with one side being dark and one side being light um and in that case it's the difference between white beads and black beads um and i had a third grader come up to me and say well that's light and dark right and i said well it can be and they were like well yeah the darkness means bad and the light is good and (laughs) for me in that moment i i like honestly couldn't correct them because i was like i mean i don't want to get in this discussion with you you honestly don't and i said the only thing that i could say to them in the moment was that's not what it necessarily means Mm -hmm. and the way that i described it and i'm so sorry for being ableist and i want i want to give you like a true like what i actually said in the moments um but what i'm about to say is ableist um but the light is what's blinding you from the truth Mm. and the darkness though you cannot see it could it's it's what engulfs you Mm -hmm. and the truth engulfs you Mm -hmm. because even when you lie and you do all these bad things and all of that you are still engulfed in the truth and you are surrounded by the truth and you cannot like escape it it's Mm -hmm. constantly breathing down your neck it's over your shoulder and there's no way to to escape it Mm -hmm. um and so that's how i see it yeah um kind of far-fetched and a very like intangible it's very intangible very abstract um but i definitely say that it's more like the only way that i could get to that sort of um concept for me personally because like i have a lot of problems with education and like all this other stuff but the only way that i would have ever gotten this is because of my college education and so i want to acknowledge that like I came to this conclusion because I play into the elitist system that is the college, like, and university system in the United States. Um, So. Right. Well, and I just want to say that, like, we're limited to what, you know, we're exposed to, et cetera. Um, So, like, we're always trying to, like, better ourselves and do um, more for the people that we come in contact with, et cetera, um, before I get started. Anyways. Um... I think for me, there's good and bad within both. Like, they're not necessarily inherently one or the other. Um, For light, for example, the sun. If you look at the sun too long, you may lose your vision. That could be harmful. It could be not. Um, Obviously, 
it's a little harmful because that would hurt because of nerve endings, et cetera. Um, kind of a scientific way to explain it, but still. Um, or the light can, you know, quote unquote, guide your way, depending on, you know, what situation you're in. Um, or the dark can conversely, like you could walk forward and you could fall into a pit because you cannot see. Like, again, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that this language is ableist, but this is pretty much all we have to explain these things. Yeah. Um, but the darkness can also be calm and quiet mm-hmm. and concentrative and allow you to be peaceful. Yeah. Like, it, it's not inherently one thing or the other, and you can't have one without the other either. Um, it's interesting because what your kiddo said, like, is obviously fueled by society and fueled by white culture thinking that things can be either one or the other never mm-hmm. both um and anti-blackness yeah well obviously anti-blackness <laughs> we have to say i was getting there give me a second ah, it's we're also anti-indigenous um which also some indigenous cultures encapsulate the yeah. thought that i'm saying um uh, I'm not sure specifically which ones, so I'm not going to say which ones, but like, mm-hmm. you know, they're more open to this than other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really think that in order to come to an understanding of life, yourself, others, etc., you really need to grasp and kind of go with this idea and see what that means to you. You know what I mean? See if you reject it, accept it, whatever. I accept it personally. It's been really, it's been hard getting to a place where I can accept it and where I can really see both sides of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been okay with like coming to terms with like the dark is not always, you know, as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Yeah. And the light is not always as good as everybody makes it out to be either. Yeah. Um, you really have to determine that for yourself in, in specific situations or in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's a really good way to talk about culture it's a really good way to talk about pretty much everything we said um that's like has a deeperness to it so like queerness culture indigenous um not current and not squash i'm gonna say that but um if you last season um yeah i guess season two oh, <laughs> jesus oh <laughs> i hate you <laughs> you suck <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so even that like even what i just said like i hate you like you suck I say that with all the love in the world Mm -hmm. because that's how I show my love is I just rag on you, whatever. Um, At least I can take it. (laughs) (laughs) Mean. See? (laughs) But no, like it's, it's not necessarily this one or the other. It's the concept of both. Yep. I agree with that. All right. So let us know what you think. If you like personal dictionary, we can obviously do it again because like I always love. We could do like a whole like one-off episode of it oh 100 and i would just give you a list <laughs> oh listen we could get a list from like our listeners like if they yeah if they, you know, give if us, they yeah. want us to yeah have certain words let us know yeah yeah let us know let us know all right it's the vote of the week everybody yeah. so uh the person i'm about to talk about i have no beef against i got no quarrels are I'm you not. Sure? I'm. I'm throwing just slight shade at them, but it's really funny shade. <laughs> um, <laughs> woo. Uh, okay. So, 
the person we're going to talk about is also a democratic uh, candidate their name is mike bloomberg um and recently bernie Sanders has actually called them out for um buying a presidency so that's kind of like a thing with capitalism and playing into that and all that stuff um but the reason why this person is the woe of the week and i'm not saying that they're the worst person of all time i'm just saying like honestly this is this is gonna be our first boo-boo the fool Woo! if we're gonna be completely honest so this person mike bloomberg has been paying a lot for ads um Mm. i don't know how they're paying for the ads because in those ads they've been talking like i've never taken any money from any like american citizen like through taxes or like through like funding or whatever which to me like that's the only way you can actually make like (laughs) like become a president um is through ads and stuff and that costs money and um you may be really rich and just pay it out of pocket but honestly like i don't know but the reason why this person i think is a fool at least for this week is because i follow so many people um on like instagram and twitter and stuff like that and somebody whoever's running mike bloomberg's instagram or twitter is really just reaching because they've been reaching out to people saying literally like can you please make memes about me to try to like you know become a voice of the younger generation of the millennials and of all the gen gen zers who's becoming um like 18 and older so they can vote and like you're a fool for thinking that meme culture is like that meme culture is not like that meme culture is grabbing something that's just the weirdest thing ever and then creating something that people can make multiple of and make it relatable so like one that i can think of right now is from um a band that i listened to which is called ninja Ninja sex party um and it was their most love (laughs) love it was one of their most recent like animated music videos and one frame is of the person like you know leaning up against the wall like flirting with a girl um and then the person there's another like person in the back with a knife and then the next one is the person with a knife stabbing the other person and then the other person like dying and then the third one is the person with the knife now flirting with the girl yes and like that's so funny that's prime meme culture and like i watched the video and i did not put two and two together i would have never thought to done that but the thing is you can't do that with mike like mike bloomberg can't just be like can you make a meme out of my face like that's not how that works that's not how meme culture develops and i understand there's like huge people out there who make memes and that people follow but it's not the same like you got to be organic with it like the new bernie sanders one (laughs) i haven't seen it don't spoil it for me no no, you posted about it did i really oh yes i did never mind that one it's like i I just currently your No, 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 no. What is it? I'm once again asking for your support. Yeah, I'm once again asking for your support. And then people have been like switching out the support for different things. So because Mickey and I are super into Zodiac and like star um star signs and like um astrological things, um, the one that we've (laughs) we see the most is I'm asking you once again for your sun Sun, moon moon, and rising um (laughs) which i find so funny and like that makes bernie like such a front runner for 
the like current generation because we see him in memes now i mean we've been seeing him in memes for quite a while but um all those new voters out there can now see him um and do the research because that's what's well and it's just exposure yeah it's just and that's what bloomberg wants but he's asking it in the wrong way he just has to get a funny face out there and then maybe someone will meme it like mike bloomberg if you're listening pay me for this idea if you use it agreed because if i see this in like two or three days that you have a funny face and then someone memes it i'm gonna be like i'm i pitched that idea and you have to pay me for it i need money i'm really broke anyway mood (laughs) all right we're coming to my favorite segment because it's probably the best segment um i agree because we can just do whatever we want with this one, except we still can't swear. Um, we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen any of our other episodes, we have kind of messed up a little bit. Um, just a little bit. We're working on it. New Year's resolution. Yeah. I was going to say, I think we've only done it once because you did it once. Hey, don't call me out like that. I'm doing it. Oh, um, you can definitely tell when we do it too because we pause. <laughs> or like we're about to do it and then we pause. And then we're like, oh. Yeah. Um, but this week, Pitch Please, I gave it to Mickey because I was like, I'm not doing it because I'm doing the script this week. So I will give you the floor. You can talk for two or three minutes about what you want to go off about. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, what? <laughs> you probably already know what I'm going to go off about. It's not necessarily just this weekend. It's just in general. Accessibility. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, cool. We've definitely had this conversation before. We, we, The two of us, yes. And a lot of other spaces as well. Yeah. Um, accessibility is not hard. That's what I'm going to say. It's not a hot take. It's literally just facts. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> it's just facts. Like, literally, there is a, there's such a thing called universal design um, that makes things accessible for oh my gosh i just learned about universal design of learning <gasps> oh my god that makes okay. things accessible for everybody no matter where you come from yeah. no matter what your ability status is whatever it yeah. literally like accessibility to college accessibility to a building accessibility to food the necessities of life like it's not that hard and people who try to keep blocking us from making things accessible because they claim we're snowflakes or whatever. Yeah, I'm a snowflake. And if you touch me too hard, I will break. But also, if you touch me too hard, I'm going to break your face. Like, it's not that hard. Oh, I thought you were going to go the snowflake route and just be like, if you touch me, I will give you frostbite. Oh, I mean, I guess. I'm not a very cold person. I'm more of like a burn, like a sunburn. Oh, I'm definitely a cold person. I'm more so like a sunburn. Why. I'm frostbite because it comes back and it's there forever. That's yeah. Continue. I mean, a sunburn can be third degree burns. Continue. Okay, it's fine. Um. (laughs) So yeah, I had a lot of trouble with accessibility this weekend. Um, Mimble Tech, I'm kind of calling you out. Um, Mostly, mostly, mostly just the university because honestly like your campus is gigantic i can't walk all that way i they were at university of michigan kalamazoo no western uni western michigan university at kalamazoo um and like yeah y'all had a really good like shuttle system first of all it wasn't advertised so i didn't know about it second of all (laughs) second of all you had i went to they advertised it oh no they didn't advertise it I had to ask about it after I had walked all the way across campus and my legs were frozen almost to the bone and I was crying. Oh. Like, I was so upset. All right, we'll talk later. Yes, anyways. Um, No, and, like, here's the thing. After I asked, like, 
then I proceeded to be like, okay, I'm going to use it this one time because I really want to go see this one speaker. Like, I really don't have to use it all the time, whatever. Um, and the one time I wanted to use it, y'all had the person take a break for two hours when it was going on. Oh. From the time it started till the time it ended. The whole conference. Because it was the last speaker. Like, in what world do you think that's okay? I really don't understand it. Yeah. Same with like making apartments or making living spaces like inaccessible. It's really not that hard. Yeah. And it doesn't look quote unquote cheap or quote unquote like worse. Like it's not difficult and there's no excuses. And I'm really tired of it. Both physically, mentally, whatever. Like I'm just over it. Yeah. And next time something like this happens, I'm going to scream at somebody. I really don't care. Yeah. You have every right to. Thanks. I love and appreciate you. Love and appreciate you too. For those of you who didn't hear it, they said it to me back. It's fine. Oh, I love and appreciate you too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that was probably the shortest pitch, please, we've ever had. Yeah. But I'd say that pretty simple. All right. I mean, I all guess right. that's all we got, right? Yeah, that's all we got. Where? Seamless are really transition. <laughs> are you really? Are you really trying to make this happen right now? It's happening. It's in our ears. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's I wish end. y'all could see Merm dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to have fun with it. You know. All right. But thank you so much for listening to our podcast this week. Um, and I hope that y'all have a good week. But we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.